Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. And it is a special occasion. It is the 80th birthday of Batman. Give or take. Give or take. And it is the 1000th issue of Detective Comics this month. And because of that, it is Batman month. Meaning, bar the Patreon vote winner episode, all the episodes of Influx this month, of which there will be extras, will all be Batman movies. We have yeah. we're doing a concentrated dose of Dark Knight. Yeah. Sorry about that if you don't like Batman. Just, yeah. You know. If you don't like Batman, A, you're weird, and B, sorry. Yes. See you in April. <laughs> Not a lot of Batman stuff. Yes. Yes. This is assuming, of course. The Detective One Thousand will be on schedule and come out in March because we're recording this in advance. If this get if it gets pushed to April, then April will be Batman month, and it'll be April when you're watching this. Uh, yes, but they wouldn't dare do that because they want to hit the anniversary. That, that's true. That's true. Um, but hey, so yeah, we're about Batman, and we're starting with 1989's Batman, which we will. Do we do a spoiler-free section on this? Uh, is there any point? Yeah, probably not. Alright, full spoilers for Batman. Uh, Tim Burton, 1989. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. The, 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 one of the, the early blockbusters of comic book cinema. Obviously, Superman came first, but about 10, 11 years. But, uh, I, I, if I remember correctly, 1989 was like the most profitable summer at the movies ever uh, mm. at the time. Because uh, yeah. I think it was between this, I want to say Lethal Weapon 2... And Indiana Jones three were the the three that kind of propelled it, if I, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, so 1989, uh, it's a great year because I was born that year, so the world was infinitely a better place from yeah, this year on. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like Batman did more good than you did. Not this Batman. Oh, this Batman. Not this Batman. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> So, yes. So, I, I'm going to warn everyone uh, who's true. Because, you know, this movie has a lot of fans. This movie uh, is nostalgic for a lot of people. This There's an entire generation of people who who will stand by uh, Tim Burton's Batman. I am not one of those people. I don't hate it. I'm saving that for the next one. But, I don't hate it. But I'm not that fond of it. I have a lot of problems. There's a lot of things I just don't like. So, okay. but obviously I'm a Batman fan. It's, it's worth pointing out here that we're both DC Comics fans. We're both Batman fans. We've both read a good amount of Batman. Uh, you know, consumed a lot of Batman through various means. Be, be comic books, video games, whatever. So, you know, put that. You know, just just put the context of you know we're not just people who have watched the movies and nothing else. We're the people who have who have read a lot of the, the books and. How have opinions yeah. on you know our, our favorite runs of Batman, our favorite eras of Batman? You know who should Batman be with? Who should his sidekicks be? Who, like, should he be alone? You know what, what design of the bat suit to be like? The you know, who the best villains are? How should the villains be portrayed? All these kind of things. We have opinions on these things. Uh, so that is the 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 the, the viewpoint of which we will we will be tackling this. So, um, your reaction implies though that you still quite like this first Batman movie do i was i'd not seen this movie in maybe a decade it you know been a while mm-hmm. and i thought maybe you know maybe i'm not going to enjoy it as much as i remember yeah, maybe i'm just you know I, i've got a more cynical I've, I've grown to like tim burton less even though there's still you know still a handful of films i i, I enjoy but overall you know it doesn't excite me i thought mm, okay uh, and i 
I, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure. And then I, um, I actually liked it more than I, how I remembered I did. That's interesting. I feel yeah. like every time I've seen this since I was a kid, I've liked it less and less. No, yeah, okay. I think it's it's a bad Batman movie. Okay. As specifically as an adaptation, I think it's bad. As just a uh, as a movie on its own, I really enjoy it. Alright, okay. Alright, interesting, interesting. It's like, uh, I, I say I say some things about Man of Steel in that I think it's an atrocious Superman movie, but as a movie, it's alright. It's not, I think this is better than that. But I think, um, whereas if you get to, you know, Batman v Superman, that just fails as a movie. You know, even putting the character issues aside, I think that's just an awful movie. Whereas this here, I think, is pretty good. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not going to fight you on that too much. I mean, I think the other big contextual thing that I should get out of the way here is that I do not like Tim Burton. I have never liked Tim Burton as a director. I don't like his style. Um, and yeah, so you know, him getting a hold of one of my favorite characters is kind of just, you know, Red it alert. is joy to the world. <laughs> no, it's red alert. There's everyone, everyone at DefCon Five. Um, so that 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 is kind of there. That that is like just part of why I don't like it as well. I think. But uh, five's the bad DefCon. I thought it was one. I don't know. I, I I always thought one was the bad one. I feel like I've heard enough people say it both ways that I'm not sure which one's right. <laughs> That's fair. So you know, that's what it is. Um, I, I I think if I'm debating, you know, is it good as a movie, even if you ignore what it's adapting, although a lot of what I'm going to talk about is the adaptation elements, I, I guess would be... So 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 we're taking this main character of, of Batman, of Bruce Wayne. Mm. What in this movie makes you root for him? That's fair. I didn't say it was a perfect movie. <laughs> I said I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. Because right. um, that's one of my problems with this, uh, both as an adaptation and as just as a movie on his sword, is like, why am I rooting for this guy? There's, a, there's very little insight to who he is or why he's doing what he's doing. Uh, Something some that is interesting for me is I like Batman quite a lot. I'm not so keen on this Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce Wayne is kind of weird. And not only is he weird on his own, I think the way the world knows about him is weird. Like, the fact that... A, a journalist doesn't know what he looks like is kind of bizarre to me or even that later on like it's like a shock when they find out his parents were murdered when they research him and like wait what and then, then it occurred to me like yeah do you know what they've never actually mentioned win enterprises in this like is that even a thing in this world like uh, you know uh, yeah but he he's clearly a a person of high society it's established at the start you know in the in the the speeches there's a there's a seat for him at the table mm. so he's clearly got influence yeah but not, not, and it's, okay vicky veal isn't necessarily living gotham she's here because of the the rumors of the batman right fine but what about uh knox knox works in gotham he's part of the press in gotham city if bruce wayne's someone who's supposed to show up at these government hall meetings I feel like he would probably know what he looks like, but he doesn't. Yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, unless... Because uh, as as much as I said there is a seat at the table for him, he's not there. 
Maybe he never shows maybe up. He never he shows up. Yeah, maybe he's always been elusive. Uh, but again, if we're talking adaptation problems, then you know the whole idea of like the public persona of Bruce Wayne to dispel the idea that Bruce Wayne is Batman has always been it's not always, yeah. but it's often part of the story. So uh, you could say that it's it's not doing that element uh, even remotely in this. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so so that's that's the thing. Here's a here's a really weird thing I've noticed the last couple times I've watched it as well. So it's a really small thing, but it really bugs me. So Vicky goes on a date with Bruce at his place at the mansion, right? And there's that, that big joke scene where they've got the big long table, which is just there for some awkward humor. Yeah. And he says to her, "Did you find the place okay?" She was there earlier on. She was there for the party. <laughs> Why wouldn't she find the place okay? Was she flown in blindfolded the first time? Maybe she came as part of a troop. It's still a weird thing, yeah. It it is weird, yeah. No, I, I, I this one I I'd never actually kind of noticed that being so weird, but such a weird yeah. line of dialogue. Oh, like... Uh, like I said, I I guess did did she possibly arrive as part of a party earlier? You know, with everyone, and you know, she wasn't driving. Maybe was she even driving this time though? I mean, I assume so. How else does she get there? I feel like Bruce sends a limo. <laughs> At which point, it's a really weird question because you've sent someone who knows where these. Yeah, that's why going. I'm assuming he didn't send the limo because okay. that, you know, that then then it, then it's really pointless. I'll just say the logic falls apart. The, the implication <laughs> is she got herself there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and she's drinking booze at dinner, which implies she's not intending on going home. Well, she's not. I don't know if she didn't, wasn't intending the second she arrived. Come on now. I don't know. I think she was like, I want me some of this Bruce Wayne. She was sitting across that stupid long table with the, the, the crappy soup, thinking, yeah, he's getting some tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> she wasn't thinking that then. <laughs> she was thinking, I'm going to drink drive my way home. I need the she Bruce to get through this. Was. Yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah. I'll just say, there's some logic holes here that don't quite add up for me. But honestly, my big thing watching this... Now, obviously, I'm going to complain about Batman killing so willy-nilly uh, later on, because of course mm-hmm. I am, because it bothers me. But... This is actually kind of weird because the big thing with Batman 89 is that how it got away from the 60s show, right? That was the big thing, is how dark it is compared to the 60s show and how it matured Batman for a whole generation. I think this is campy as shit. I mean, compared to today's standards, it is. Compared to the 60s show, it's not. Sure, but I don't... (laughs) Yeah, I also don't like the 60s show, so... No, 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 but but you're you're saying, oh, it's, it's campy. Yeah, but it... It wasn't. It wasn't campy at release. Well, I mean, I'm, not, it, I'm not. I'm not arguing that it was. Though I'm arguing that I can't enjoy this because it's too campy for me. Oh, that's just. I I boring. hate I hate the Joker electrifying someone and actually leaving a skeleton. I I hate some of the Joker goons I who like that. break out their katanas and start swinging them around like idiots. Ones even get like you know, sword stilt things at one point. There's that one that every time I watch it, I think it's going to do with the thing from Indiana Jones. You know, you know he, yeah. he's there in the alley swinging his swords, and and, and Batman's just standing there watching. I'm I'm waiting for him to just you know pull to that and put him down in one move. Yes, but no. Uh, yeah, so much of this is so campy to me. I. Yeah, but I have to say, as someone who very much enjoys the campy '60s Batman, I, I'm okay with that. It just like there's very little like emotional resonance in this movie, and. It just kind of like there's it feels so paper thin. It's just it's just here for the style and nothing else, and it bugs me because I, I I like 
I'm someone who does like my. I mean, I don't know. It's like some people. Are like, oh, you take Batman too seriously. You take your character too seriously. But I, I like to care about what's happening. I like to get emotional. Like, it, it, this is not something that has to be like off the charts. I, I, I think you know the current Marvel movies do a good job of this, where they, they make you care about the main character. There's enough weight there. You can argue that they don't always pull it off. That sometimes you know the stakes feel a bit lacking or whatever. And yeah, yeah that's fine. Like, of course, it do. Sometimes it doesn't work, but. Uh, there's always at least the attempt of doing it. <laughs> this, yeah. I, this I feel just kind of... This is my problem with Tim Burton in general, though, to be honest. is that It's all about the style. Everything else is just kind of a backseat. Um, I, I very rarely care about his characters. Um, I definitely don't in this, but by any stretch. I mean, for, for me, I, I wouldn't... Do I care about Batman? I don't know. But what I do like is I really like Joker. Uh, when he's actually, you know, once he's Joker. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, Nicholson doing that stuff. And, uh, you know, the, the idea that, no, no, he's, you know, Jokerizing, you know, Joker gassing the the the, the city, and, and then Batman has to start, uh, step up and stop him, essentially. I like that stuff. I like, you know, the, the, the idea that, no, 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 you, you know, the, you, that Batman created him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he... obviously, that is often a, a, a metaphorical thing. Um, this is a bit yeah. more little. I definitely prefer it metaphorical, but I also hate the side of this where he's like, "Yeah, but you also created him." Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of that element uh, in, as an adaptation. Yeah. I think, it, I think, I think though, as an adaptation, I hate that. As part of this movie, I think it, I think it works really well as a, as an element in this movie. Yeah, I can't agree with it. it it's the sort of thing that makes me roll my eyes uh, too much. Um, like, I don't know. It's, just, it's one of those. It's one of those like narrative things. It just feels like a forced twist. Oh, contrived. The, yeah, yeah, it's contrived. It feels just for the sake of having the, ah. You got the symmetry because it's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Sharp, George yeah. Lucas. Um, yeah, but sometimes poetry's cool. <laughs> not when it's forced. Rarely, but <laughs> not when it's forced. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, like, uh, do you know what I hate about the Joker in this? I hate that fake prosthetic smile that's constantly there. I think it's fine when he's in Joker makeup. Um, I don't. I, I hate that he can't really frown. To, to me, the Joker is actually does have a range of expressions. Yes. Um, and I feel like it kind of limits it. Because even when you can tell he's not actually smiling, he still has this fake smile on. And it doesn't really work for me. And it kind of bugs me. Um... Uh, yeah, do you know it's funny? I grew up with this movie, so I should have tons of nostalgia for it. And uh, as I've grown up, I've just kind of like liked it. I, I still don't hate it as much as Returns. I'm going to tear Returns to shreds when I get to it. I have not seen Returns in about fifteen years, so mm. I don't know how I'm going to feel on that one. Because <laughs> one of my complaints with Returns, I, I do kind of feel it here to a point, is that I never get this feeling that Batman's actually a hero. Like I never really feel like he's doing or accomplishing anything that much he saves all the people at the parade sure that does happen technically yeah um but why does he fly up to the moon to make like a makeshift bat you know <laughs> for the signal? trailer for the trailer for the trailer there's lots of stupid little things in this that just happen because uh that's that's there's one that really bugs me actually is uh Jim and joker like hijacks the the tv right and he's doing his own like ad where he's, t- he's telling them about the money he's yeah. going to give them money at the end of the you know in the parade and it does this thing where you see in the, the TV control booth, uh, like, the, the four monitors, right? And yeah. two of them on the left are still the mayor of Gotham City, and the two on the right are Joker. 
and for some reason the mayor and everyone on the on the stairs is looking over as if they're looking at the, that screen and i'm like what are they actually looking at he's not there in person and then not only that i assume they've got a screen out there yeah, where they no, are th- that can explain it there's, an, there's a screen over that side and it's just there for the effect that's fine you can explain that what you can't explain later on because keep in mind the people at home are only seeing the joker right they're only seeing the joker one color monitor of the joker at home joker yes. later in the scene says oh enough of those guys and then goes with his hand and wipes and it wipes across the other two monitors and takes over with more of him w- what did that do for anyone at home could they even still hear the others This is this is almost as stupid as that scene at the start of Superman three, where the two traffic lights start fighting with each other. Stupid or amazing? <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you know what bugs me about this is that I feel like when you make complaints about these things, a, a criticism that will get uh, thrown back at you is obviously, like, oh, it's a comic book thing. This is comic book and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Shut up. No, no, I'm I'm not defending. Yeah. That being no, comic. I'm I'm not saying you are. I'm I'm saying this is a a, a, a thing. People associate comic books with this kind of thing of just these silly visual gags and campiness and and whatnot. And I'm like, no, <laughs> they, they they don't have yeah. to be. Uh, none of the comic books I like are like that for sure. Yeah, I can tell you that here's much. the thing. I you know I like a lot of the you know the, the gritty serious proper stories that that you do. Yeah, but, but like, it doesn't have to be gritty and serious. I like plenty of just fun things. No, 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 that's fine. But you, you really don't like camp things. Oh, I hate camp. Camp is terrible. And I'm all down for it. Camp. Is, is... I mean, I, I can see why you hate returns. Yeah, camp and whimsy. Pfft, jettisoned. Yeah, I, I, I can have a lot of fun with that, and I do. That, that, that's why I have a lot of fun with here. These camp elements that you are like, oh, this is horrible. That's like half of the enjoyment of this movie for me is ah, those elements. I hate them. I hate them so much. Uh, I, I, um, I don't, this is going to be blasphemous, but I don't even necessarily like Jack Nicholson as a Joker that much. Really? I mean, it's not like my favorite Joker, obviously. But well, it's, it's, not that, it's not that I dislike Jack Nicholson. I think he's a he's a he's a fine presence and an actor. My problem is, is they cast him because they thought, well, Jack Nicholson can basically play himself, and he's the Joker, and that's what he does. Yeah. And I just, all I'm getting is Jack Nicholson. I'm not getting Joker. Okay. You know, you know like, and I, I don't want to just compare everything to Heath Ledger because obviously Heath Ledger is like this this monumental like, achievement and in, in, in Joker performance, right? But the one thing I will compare it to in the sense is that Heath Ledger, like, is is disguised. When he, when he, was, when he plays the Joker in Dark Knight, you watch that movie, you don't even see him in there, right? He, mm. he becomes the Joker. It is a performance. Sure. When I'm watching Jack Nicholson in this, I'm just seeing Jack Nich- Nicholson with white face paint, uh, doing you know hammy jokes and and things like that. I don't know. Everything just feels very surface level. I feel like there's no actual weight to the story behind. Why is Bruce doing this in the city? You know, at one point, Vicky Fail when she's let in the Batcave by Alfred. Good job, Alfred. Uh, <laughs> she she you know kind of asks like, why are you doing this? And he just says, oh, I just have to. Just cause. Yeah, yeah. No, his his motivation is is thin. That's that's probably the worst part of the movie for me. His motivation's thin. Um, like yeah. Joker doing his thing for revenge and just because he can. That works for me, because mm. that's kind of Joker, right? Just because he can. And and then you know Batman stops him. 
because you know not not at that point it's it's not a motivation of why is he batman why you know all that stuff but it's a motivation to stop joker specifically right uh, especially once you know Vicky's involved, uh, and you know there's the there's the personal element for him. Yeah, I mean, I think another problem I have with the the the, the Joker Batman relationship in this is not only does it become this thing that's destined to happen because Joker killed his parents in the first place, and then you know uh, the, the whole cycle thing. It's also that it actually kind of flips on its head the actual relationship and what it's supposed to be. Because Joker actually wants to kill Batman throughout this whole movie. He hates Batman. He's like, oh, this, this Bat guy, he's like taking all my press. He's taking all the attention away from me. And that is like the, the polar opposite to like any Joker I've ever liked. Where Joker loves playing the game with Batman. That's what Joker's about. He's about having Batman show up and interfere and mess with yeah. him and, and do all these things. Um, making it about revenge on either side kind of bugs me because it's just kind of the wrong motivation for me for this, these characters no uh, that's quite like i said uh, I, I, you know i keep that as an adaptation you're right on that yeah in this oh, movie, tons of things. The, the fact that batman sends his batmobile with many guns into a plant and then blows it up even though there's probably people all over it uh when, when he flips a guy over the balcony and the, 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 the belfry and this guy just you know goes down like hundreds of feet to his death <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> You know, or even the fact that when he's just facing down Joker in the bat plane, he just opens up fire machine guns, try to hit Joker, and misses somehow. Uh, Joker's got like a bulletproof aura around him, or something. I don't know. Look, he's, or Joker he's pulling out that threat. stupid big gun and shooting down a, a a flying vehicle. Is that stupid? If it was a rocket launcher, no. It's a pistol with a really, really long. Uh, I love that bit. What would you call the, that main bit, the, the pistol? The, the the barrel? The barrel, thank you. Yes. I was blanking around the name. Yeah. I can't wait uh, to say spout, and it's not a spout. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a spout. Although now I've got an idea for like a, like a jug that's sort of like gun-shaped, and you pour it out the, like the barrel. <laughs> and the handle's like a, like a you know, a, What What you're grip. describing is a water gun. No, but with like uh, enough... To, containment to actually make it like a, a tea serving uh, okay <laughs> oh not even tea booze because if you get a shot or something you can actually pour it oh, out the gun see now i'm interested get it out the gun so it's actually a shot yeah there they do that you just shoot a water gun full of it i've seen that <laughs> now see I, I imagine something made of metal that's classy not like a stupid little water gun i'm thinking not like the tiny little ones you know like the ones that you pump right with the big tank on the back one of those. I've been in bars where they've got, you know, loaded those up with like, you know, Jaeger, and they've just, you know, squirted it into people's mouths. Civilized. Um, hey, I, I never said I was classy. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so. Yeah. Also, this bit, the, the everything, and even though it's like two hours long, I feel like the first like chunk of it moves really fast. Like it's determined to get Jack to become Joker. Which I mean, obviously, I don't want to see the origin of Joker. I don't want to know how he becomes Joker. You know, this is yeah. a thing. Um, but it, it, it's determined to do that really quickly, and it's ter- determined to just kind of set up everything really quickly. That it, it feels like it's just going through a checklist of things it can do before it gets to the the set pieces that it wants to do. You know, the set pieces in the the, the art gallery, the set piece in the, you know, what else happens with Batman? Which is 
Yeah, but th- those are the best bits of the movie, right? So, well, you go mean ahead. The, let's get there. The four-minute-long Prince montage while they're painting yes. over things. Eh, you, you're gonna tell me you're not a Prince fan either. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm not against Prince, but I literally only know this Prince song because of Batman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You did a thing called Purple Rain, I believe. You're an awful person, you know that. Never heard it, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Call me crazy. I don't believe a Batman movie is something that should have, like, a like a popular artist attached to it. Which is something that all these four of this, this era all have, actually. You're, you're crazy. Because, why not? Because orchestral is the way to go. Speaking of, yeah, we're going to Danny Elfman now. I think we should. I think yeah, yeah that that's a, a good a point as any. I'm not typically a fan of Danny Elfman, I'll, but I'll give it to him for the most part. It's the best part of the movie is the music. I don't like some of the hijinky stuff though. Uh, at some of the points, but the some main of the Joker bits. It's not even the Joker bits. There was a bit with Batman. Um, I think it's during the opening stuff where you know he attacks the two the yeah. two muggers on the roof. Like it's all very like dark and dun, 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 yeah. you know for a while, and then after he like knocks one guy down, I think it was, there's this sort of like hijinky bit that comes in uh, yeah, that okay, I, 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 I don't like. But okay. um, his animated yeah. series themes better. Don't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm also usually not a huge fan of Elfman. I think I like him in very certain situations. I think with Tim Burton is at his best because I think his style really suits Tim Burton's movies. And I think it, you know, his score is perfect for this movie. Mm. Um, let's, uh, you know, I've said before, I don't want this this theme this this batman music to be applied to other versions of batman i don't want to go into you know the next batman music movie and and hear this music this theme no not at all um it's not it doesn't transcend the movie in the same way that you know the you know john williams superman theme does right absolutely yeah no Um, This, this theme is not batman but it is this movie yes yeah i will concur with that yeah, no, I I really like it. They're doing a nice new uh new vinyl release soon that I'm I'm planning on picking up. Go, going back to how surface level I think this is, where it's all just going through the motions to have its set pieces. Let me ask you this, and this is, this goes back to me not thinking the emotional sort of backbone is there. Mm. Is what what is the arc of any character in this movie, specifically Bruce and Batman, because he's the, he's supposed to be the main character. Um, what is his arc? Okay, well, I mean it's. Uh, I would assume his connection to people again. I I think you know I, I said at the start is implied he's very reclusive. He's never really been seen. Um, you know, even though he's hosting events, it has people don't really know who he is. Uh, but you know, he opens up and has a a relationship with Vicky. He starts to care. Uh, I assume by the by the you know the, the point is that he he's connecting with his human side again almost uh, you know as opposed to just being the batman this feels like a stretch <laughs> oh, that's what I, what I get from it 
It feels like a stretch. And if that was the point, I feel like it's all away by the time Return of Stars. Well, yeah, that's a different question entirely, isn't it? <laughs> that's uh, you know, don't uh, you can't blame this movie for what Returns does. Like I don't know what he learns by the end, and if that if that is meant to be the narrative point of the movie, I think it's it's poorly told. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so I don't care. I don't care about anything that's going on. Uh, if if you're here, you're here for the music and the visuals and. Tim Burton's visuals I don't typically like. Some of them in this are okay, though. Like, the shots of the city are kind of fun and pulpy yeah. for what they are. Uh, they're okay. It does have a kind of a fake feeling to it, but it kind of works for what it is, so I won't, I won't criticise that too much. Yeah, I think the, the general design overall is pretty good. I think the, the, the bat suit's pretty solid. It's too stiff. I, I, I... Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it's a bit stiff in its material, but in terms of the the the, the look of it, because not not only do you have the classic joke of he's not being able to turn his head, the moment that really stuck out to me is uh, when they're at the Axis Chemicals after you know Joker's fell in the 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 vat, the Batman drops a smoke pellet to to escape, yeah, and it's when he drops a smoke pellet and he he sort of stands back up after he's dropped it, he stands up so rigid and straight, waiting for the smoke to kind of fill out the area. And it just looked really unnatural and kind of goofy before he yeah. you know, glides off. No, no, no I, I agree. The the material itself is very restrictive. Um, I'm talking about design, just uh, aesthetically. Yeah. Um, I think it looks pretty, looks good in that sense. Mm. Yeah, but it's uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not terrible by any means. Um, love the Batmobile. Yeah, but it was okay. Um, I will say, watching it now, I feel like the, the fins at the back look particularly... Uh, I don't want to say cheap, but they look kind of... Kind of fake. Yeah, kind of fake. They don't look like the same metal that the, the car would be. If, no, you're right. They feel almost like plasticky. Yeah. And I don't think that, like, you know, Forever and Robin, when we get there, are, are going to have that look. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll get to those and they'll equally look kind of plasticky. But, well, they might do, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've never been, um, like... When it comes to Batmobiles for me, I've, I've always had a really mixed opinion on this because I do like the practical kind of, it's there for a reason, it's not there to be a stylish thing. And I feel like this era of Batmobiles does tend to go for the, these ridiculous big long cars with big fins. And like, why did they design it this way? What was the purpose of, of, of this? Um, and and again, some people don't like the tumbler because the tumbler is too tank like. too far. It, it, no, I I agree with that. I I get it as a utility vehicle. I like it in again in that movie as uh you know it, the the point of where it's come from, its design function. I think there's, uh, a, there's a there's a happy medium in the middle though that there probably is that hmm. I think would work better for most people. Uh, myself included. Uh, although I like, I like the tumbler more than I like the the car in this, or just on its like in, ter- in terms of how it's used in the movie and its purpose in the movie. In, in narratively, okay. Yeah. Whereas here it is just oh, we need to sell a toy, so we're going to put a Batmobile in, and it'll have this fancy armor like ability, just cause. Kind of cool. <laughs> just just cause. Um, hey, it comes in handy. Yeah, you know. It's voice controlled. That's also useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can't argue with that one. Bit far fetched for 1989, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, come on, Batman's ahead of the game. <laughs> Twenty-five years ahead of the game. <laughs> you know it. Um, but it doesn't seem that ridiculous because it's something that we we have kind of gotten to. Although I'd argue that it's still not as good as as perfect as it is in this. It's not. You know the, the yeah. bit where it, it's it's driving up to him, just says stop, and it's like yeah. right before him. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good as that. Uh, it's not. But come on, you gotta let those things slide at least. 
it's one of those things because in some movies I'm like, okay, it's a big cartoon, I can kind of let things go. Um, but I think because I don't like Tim Burton's handle on things and I don't really care about the characters. And on top of that, though, I do care about the characters from other things. Like, I care about the character in concept. I have an attachment yeah. to a lot of these characters. Um, you know, I, I hate the character that Gordon is in this. Like, he's just this fat cop who's not even a part of the plot. He's just kind of there. He is a bit kind of there, yeah. Uh, and it felt like they spent time setting up Harvey Dent, but by halfway through the movie, he's just kind of forgotten and he's gone for the rest of it. That's not true. He shows up again at the end for a little speech. Okay, sure. He's got a speech at the end, but <laughs> that's about <laughs> it. Because um, I feel like you see, you see him like four or five times in the first half hour and then just... It's true, and I really like him in that open half. Oh, Billy D. Williams is great. I, I will not mock Billy D. Williams. He's he's, yeah. a, he's a gem. It, 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 no, he, he's a great Harvey and, and uh, would have been a fantastic Two-Face, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think had they made the third one with Michael Keaton and Tim Burton came back for it, maybe... We'd have gotten Two Face with with Billy D, but yeah, I'd have loved to see it because I, I think it'd have been fantastic. I can't say with a straight face I would have wanted a third Burton <laughs> Batman movie, regardless of seeing Billy D Williams. Although that, that would have definitely been the highlight of it. Yeah, no, I'd I'd, I'd have wanted one, probably, <laughs> just for that alone, if nothing else. As opposed to Batman Neon, which is what you you got instead. I mean. Batman Neon is not the worst Batman. <laughs> no, you're right. Returns is the worst Batman. So, um... Oh, okay. Bold <laughs> statement. That, that, that is definitely an opinion that not everyone shares. It is not. But I'll tell you this. I will happily watch Batman and Robin ten more times rather than watch Returns again. Not not counting for when we have to do it for Yeah, next. I was going to say, you're yeah. watching it very, very Yes, soon. I am, but... You know, past that, I'd rather watch Robin again ten more times because Robin's a terrible movie. Like, obviously, we're going to get to that and talk about it, but but uh, everyone knows it's a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Returns is off. I hate that movie so much. Uh, but so so, what else are we talking about here? We're talking about. I mean, is there anything else to talk about? Is there narratively enough to even discuss it beyond this point? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do we do we talk about? I mean, there's there's, there's more. There's a lot of contrivances actually. There's a lot of little contrivances here or there throughout it. You know, like Joker well, happened to show up at Vicky Vale's apartment when Bruce is there, uh, kind of thing. You know, why doesn't Bruce like indicate to her that she's that he's okay, she's he's okay afterwards or anything like that? You know, doesn't doesn't want to give the game away. Yeah, even though he was literally about to tell her he's Batman. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the scene. Well, I I think more he doesn't want to give the game away, to to give Joker an edge. But he's left. He's gone. But just for future reference. <laughs> Joker then thinks Bruce Wayne's dealt with for 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 a large portion of the movie. So, well, yeah, but he doesn't know Bruce Wayne's Batman though. So what does it matter? It's true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, so Vicky just kind of. Guesses based on murdered parents when she when she learns that and then information. Alfred's like, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I, again, like that's like a huge shock to the world. Surely the murder of the Waynes was a big deal when it when it happened. It probably was, but I mean, given her age, you know, she she would have not seen it at the time. 
you know, as we said, she's not from Gotham, so I buy her not knowing. Well, yeah, but again, I'm talking about like like Knox reacting to it. Yeah, yeah, that one's. A bit That's kind of weird, you know. I mean, I, I'm assuming he grew up in Gotham, but I mean, maybe he didn't. But I don't know. It feels maybe. weird. Yeah. It feels. I feel like every other interpretation I've seen of the Wayne's death has always been, oh, it shocked the city to its core, and you know. It's true, but it does seem in this version the Waynes weren't. You know these huge influential people in the city, right? There's no mention of that. Anymore. That's fair that there isn't. No, um, so I feel like it is a little unfair to hold hold that against it when it never pretends that was the case. True, but that comes to the adaptation problems, and I feel like I, I get why you want to criticize it without that to a point. But I think ultimately, as a Batman fan. I have to then criticize it for the adaptation problems. I have to criticize it for Batman killing people. I have to criticize oh, it for yeah. Jim Gordon being a wasteless, you know, wasted, useless See, character. These these ones I definitely agree with. The one with the Waynes, that's one I can, I'm not too bothered about. That's one um, okay. You, you can change that and you can do your version of that. I don't you know, that that doesn't have to be. All oh, the Waynes are always these huge influential people. Knowing Joker's past, Joker's motivations in general, and what he's doing. Um, and obviously there's elements of things there like they kind of imply there's some corruption they kind of imply that or, or at least you know what Joker's doing with the gas is very Joker-like in and of itself at least even yeah. if I don't like all of the other things around it and why he's doing it um, but yeah honestly there's just too many moments in this movie where I just kind of think that's too stupid uh, and because there's no emotional investment because I don't care about the plot and what the characters are doing I don't care at all, and because of that, it's kind of a boring watch. I actually fell asleep halfway through it when I watched it today. Fair enough. See, this is the thing. I agree there's not a huge emotional investment, but the difference is the stuff that you're going, oh, that's boring, that's too stupid. I'm enjoying, I'm having fun. So I'm getting this, This there's a fun element that carries through a lot of those things. You know, you know just if, if you're having fun with something, sometimes surface level is okay when it's enjoyable to watch. And for me, it is. Like, yeah, I, when I, you don't find any of that enjoyable to watch, the lack of any emotional or, or impact. Cat, what are you doing? Cat. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're not having fun, you like you need the actual drama. You need the actual yeah, the emotional backbone, or it 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 is just fluff. And that's that's why I, I feel like when I watch this movie, it just feels like fluff to me, uh, and nothing's really that important. Um, and I I like a lot of dumb stupid things right i do <laughs> but do, some yeah. but some but it, it you know it varies like i love chopping mall but me and tim just you know reviewed recently killer clowns from outer space i actually like that movie that much i, I think it's trying too hard to be stupid um okay th- this you know it's not like chopping mall was trying to be a serious movie obviously it wasn't it's, it's a movie about killer robots in a, in a, in a mall uh, of course it's, it's fantastic not. it's a, oh, it's a fantastic movie. well <laughs> but, i you know I, I like this movie but chopping mall's better <laughs> chopping mall is better I like Chopping Mall way more. I'm than happy this movie. to go on record say Chopping Mall is a better movie than Batman '89. I, I just jo, jo, the feeling I get when I'm watching this is that it's like okay, they hired Tim Burton because he's done some dark things, right? Um, but I don't necessarily get the impression that Tim Burton actually loves Batman. Oh, we know he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. Yeah. Um, see, this thing I like. I know there's a lot of things you don't like, but I don't think it. Even for you, I don't think it's it's a bad movie. I think it's just things that you really don't like personally, or all the, the camp elements and stuff like that. I don't think any of those are actually bad. I think they're just subjective to taste. They're not necessarily good either. I just I find them enjoyable. 
I'd argue it's still not a great movie because of the lack of motivation and character arcs. I think the lack of the character arc and therefore any kind of like, okay, this, this is w- what the story was about by the time he got to the end. Yeah. Like, the lack of that, I think, makes it at best a mediocre movie. No, that's fair. I think it, it's it's average and then, for me, is elevated by the enjoyment of the style and the, the, the camp mm. elements, stuff like that, and the music. Those are what I'm here for in this movie. Yeah. This will probably be the last time I'll watch it. I don't think I'll ever have a reason to again. That's it. You've done your review now. You're good. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I'll ever... Like, I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i not going to say that I will never will, because given that the Batman series is something that I may have to come back to for some other project at some point, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I'm never going to choose to watch this just to watch it. Fair enough. You know, it, it will only ever be watched for for some purpose that is that is beneficiary in another way. <laughs> like, oh, I'll get I'll get a finished product out of it that'll that'll you know people will like or make money or whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> I yeah, never, I am never going to sit there and go, you know, what, I'm going to put on Tim Burton's Batman again because you know what, I've got enough good Batman material to read or watch. <laughs> I don't need to deal with this. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Just uh, something that we didn't relate to, you know, uh, Keaton. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you feel about him as as Batman? What's your, where do you stand? He's kind of a weird choice. He was kind of cast, at least my interpretation of it, is that it feels like he was cast because he worked with Tim Burton already, not necessarily because he was like, oh, you're the best part, you know, best actor for this role. Mm. Um, and it's kind of weird because I agree he's probably much better as Batman than he is as Bruce Wayne. Oh, but, yeah. but I feel like his Batman's kind of weird in the sense that I feel like the, the suit has intentionally been designed to make him look big and bulky compared to what he actually is. Yes. And it, it, it gives it this kind of weird presence as a result of that. He's okay, though. He's, he's not a bad performance as Batman. His Bruce Wayne is just written to be like... Again, he's this, this reclusive millionaire instead of being what we think of as, as typical Bruce Wayne. Uh, it's something where like Val Kilmer actually is a pretty decent Bruce Wayne when we get to get to forever. Yeah. As Batman, eh. but Bruce yeah. Wayne not bad. Yeah, it, like like in in this, you know the 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 you know the bit where he's talking to the muggers and he goes, you know, I'm Batman. You, I, I believe him. <laughs> I believe him. Like, yeah, no, do you know what I mean though. Like, I think he's in in the moment. I think, yeah, yeah, he is. He is Batman. Uh, I, I need to hear him say uh, Martha and why did you say that name before I can <laughs> I can properly judge this. <laughs> yeah, but I think that, that that's the moment that solidifies it. As, as, as Batman, like, I don't think he's the, the best Batman, mm. but I think, you know, he goes, I'm Batman. I go, yeah, all right. I buy it. But yeah. I think his, his Bruce Wayne's not great. Uh, uh, but I don't know how much of that's his fault. I <laughs> See, for the record... I do not hate this, or even even Returns. Do I, do, yeah, I don't even think I hate Returns as much as Batman v Superman. So, I mean, that's that's something. That is something. Uh, which is why I'm trying to convince Corey to do Batman v Superman at the end of this, so that we, so that it's capped off with that. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready for that. But he's been refusing thus far to, to do that, because technically... I told you, doing doing the, the, the 60s movie is far more important. <laughs> yeah, but if we get that one done as well, then it's like, well, we should do Batman v Superman... The retrospective, you know, four years later. I promise nothing. <laughs> we, we, you know, we we could be busy come end of March. 
I mean, we could be, but I mean, it would be a hell of a finale to go back to that movie. Give us a reason would to it? watch the extended cut. Oh God, no! <laughs> Extend you. Look, the only way I can get through BVS again is blind drunk. Maybe we just record us watching it and you getting drunk over the course, course of the two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm just going to say, like, if we do the extended cut, am I going to die? <laughs> <laughs> you may. Like, I get pretty drunk for Arrow, and that's like 40 <laughs> minutes. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I... <laughs> Yeah, I so you know I've been really negative. I've been really kind of grumpy about Batman, and I feel like I kind of am. Like I want to apologize and say, but here's the positives. And there's a couple of little things I like, but for the most part, it feels like a comic book movie that came from a time before we really understood how to do them. And oh, the yeah. weird the weird thing is, is that I really like Superman the movie. I think Superman the movie mostly holds up. Obviously, there's some uh, you know flying around the world, doing backwards and shit like that. Mm-hmm. that you know. Yeah, it's dated a bit. You know the whole the whole uh, memory loss thing at the end of Superman two, very questionable in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. But uh, I feel I feel like oh, the time period almost benefited Superman more because it was of a, a simpler time. Whereas for Batman, it's actually a hindrance because Batman, at least when he's done well, is a more complex character. Um, not that Superman isn't oh, complex. Oh, but those are fighting. I, I, you know, not that that's Superman. A quote I'm giving to Matt. Not that Superman can't be complex or shouldn't be complex. What I'm saying is, is that Superman in a simpler time, almost by default, is done more correctly because of the way they did movies at the time and how they adapted characters. Batman. I can hear the shovel. <laughs> Batman. In contrast, though needs the complexity to kind of make it work and when you try and simplify it it doesn't um and the amusing thing is is the attempts to try and make superman more complex in movies recently has went very bad yes that 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 is true i would say this is a relatively simplified version of batman and it's enjoyable i disagree yeah that's taste (laughs) i i think it's enjoyable yes and, and I'm I, not alone in that. And I'm comparing these two here as someone who loves Superman and Batman. I'm I'm just saying that I think the era, kind of in a weird way, almost just lent itself to the. I to get what the, you're saying. To the no, idealistic no questioned as to why yeah. isn't he more like this? Yeah, it's like it's like um oh we just want to make Superman be like the good boy scout and have him be the symbol of hope and it's like at the time it was like yeah let's just do that. Whereas now everyone's like, oh, well, we have to like, justify it and do this and do that. So we get this weird, oh, it's the first contact story where everyone's worried they may kill everyone on Earth. Like, Yeah, which you know, is reasonable as, as a to concept. To a point, yeah. Read Superman Birthright, that handled it quite well. Yeah, it's not an impossible concept to do. Yeah, but it's, it's almost like trying to add extra complexity to Superman where you think it's needed, where it isn't, is what results in all these weird things. Whereas Batman, it feels like you're almost simplifying him too much and something like this what uh, what is wrong with a man that dresses like a bat beating up criminals that's fun <laughs> i just I, I just i don't buy it and i don't mean you have to do an origin story although i do think it probably needed it because it was the first batman movie like ever you know not counting the 66 one but that's that, that followed on from a tv show that was that's not really yeah it's different yeah um 
you know, I, I think you could do like a new Batman series now and not start with the origin, but feel like the history and the weight is there, you know, and tell a story with the character of where he is now in the, the, in the Batman career. This, I feel, is not even trying to tell a story about Batman. It's just, no, Joker's here and they're going to fight and he's going to beat him. <laughs> and that's it. What's wrong with that? I need more. I want more. It can be done better. It should be better. Oh, boy. Also, that stupid scene with all the memes and uh, Joker in that stupid hat. I hate yeah, it. I have a problem with that. I hate that scene. I've always hated that scene, even as a kid. I don't know why. But, something, something about Vicky Vale following Bruce Wayne as he puts down a rose where his parents were killed and then he just walks over to this press conference where this entire thing happens where Joker kills that mob boss. I'm like, What? He doesn't even try to do anything. He just stands there and watches in shock. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there are definitely things that bother me a lot. Like flying up in front of the moon and just hanging there for the image. I'm like, yeah, yeah all right, I get it. You want a poster? You want a trailer? Yeah, it's it's not even remotely justifiable. It just happens because they want the moment, not because it makes any sense in any conceivable way. No, no, that 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 is probably the most egregious moment of the movie for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the moment where the style goes too far as to okay, <laughs> we're doing this just because. That's mm. the that's the moment. Yeah. Also, Joker when he's handing out money, he's like, "Hey, who are you going to trust? You know, I'm giving out free money," and I'm like, "You literally murdered people with cosmetic items earlier in this film. That was a danger to everyone in the city." You know, they did a whole thing where the news broadcasters weren't even wearing, like, uh, like makeup, or the, the guy had, like, pimples it, it all over his face. It was a combination of what was, it was, like, face cream, deodorant. And hairspray or something like that, Hairspray, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he was killing people and models, and then using the models' dead corpses in these commercials. It was a whole thing. It was actually, it was just photos of them, but whatever. Uh, and it was like, but now he's, like, yelling, oh, you can trust me because I'm giving you free money, like... People, are you idiots? He was murdering people. Like, I mean, I think this might be the most believable bit of the movie. People go, hey, free money. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, that says a lot about my opinion on people as a whole. More yeah, than that's more your cynicism movie, than is but... anything else. But I'm just saying, is, is anyone surprised that he tried to gash you all? Are you really surprised? <laughs> no. That's a, no. Batman kind of sucks. What do you want from <laughs> Batman's a lot of fun. Bat- Batman, if I say Batman, I mean this movie, not Batman in general. I, I, know, I know a lot of people have, a, have an anti-Batman thing who would love to hear me say that. I'm sorry, I like Batman as a character, but uh, as a concept. But this this movie is lacking most of what I like about Batman. <laughs> so, But it's heavy on the fun. No, it's heavy on the stupidity. Fun. Campiness annoying no so that that is uh that's that batman that's batman 89 and we'll be back with batman returns we will but not before we rate this one not before we rate this one that's true we're gonna rate it cora give me your absurdly high rating for batman it's a seven it's fun it's good i'm always happy to put it on i would never go no oh, no i don't want to watch that i mean i might if i'm not in the mood but yeah, you know, if if it's on, sure, I'll watch it. Four point five. Not quite as low as I thought you were going to go. I'm not going to be unreasonable. 
<laughs> no, you'd never do that, would you? Well, it'd be unreasonable. I, I, you know, it feels like a, a production of of of, uh, of a Hollywood caliber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's shot with competence. Yes, it, it's edited. Yes, um, but even even the things that people typically say they like about this movie, a lot of them I just don't like anyway. So, you know, I'm I'm left with you're a bit of a lost cause. I'm a bit of a lost cause in this one. That said, it's better than the next one. So. Look forward to my thoughts on that. <laughs> Look forward. Every problem I have with this is like multiplied for Batman Returns. Yeah, you, are you telling me you're not a fan of the Penguins? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to drunk watch it. Given that I've never been drunk before... That might cause my death just because my body's not used to it. It'll be a really cheap experience for you. <laughs> I just need to buy one drink. It'll be easy. <laughs> um, but no, that's Batman. Uh, so, by all means, argue with either one of us in the comments. Prefer- preferably Connor, but I-, I assume people are going to argue with me. Uh, like and subscribe, all the usual things. YouTube loves all that stuff because it helps with the analytics and the- their algorithms and putting it out. Uh, but if you really want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash TV. And you can support us over there financially for as little as a dollar per month and get some stuff like this type of show early. Um, and Which means this one will probably have to go up before the start of March for the patrons, now that I'm thinking about it. Just so that everything... Yeah, we didn't think that through, did we? Yeah, uh, yeah so it lines up. Yeah, that makes sense. So they, they get a preview. March starts a week earlier <laughs> on patreon.com slash mail plus TV. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, go have a look. And have a, have a look see. But uh, that's us. Uh, of course, if you, if you wanted to hear us talk more about Batman and other DC characters, uh, we do have two things that may have been in, maybe of interest. We have Television for the Multiverse, which is the DC TV podcast that me and Cara do where we talk about all the DC TV shows every week. And we also have Comics for the Multiverse, which is us two plus Matt, uh, who talk about some of the, uh, a lot of the DC comics that are getting released every week. Um, I say, I say a lot of... Including Batman. Including Batman. I say a lot of, because we don't necessarily read the ones we don't like every week, but... Uh, we, we, we get together every week and talk about the comics so uh, have a look see for that but uh, that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it uh, keep watching movies keep being Batman I guess I, I, that's really applicable to one person I suppose but keep being Batman Bruce <laughs> keep doing it keep doing it Vengeance is the night